Welcome to Swanglinese, the only podcast talking the language of business here in the Middle East. Your hosts, Barry Lee Cummings and Oscar Andermo, give you their own insights, as well as interviewing business leaders in the region to help you on your entrepreneurial journey. Barry, Oscar, let's talk Swanglinese. So welcome to another episode of Swingalis, and today we're sitting with Martin Rosocha. I hope I said that correctly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Martin is from Germany, and he's the general manager of a painting company here in Dubai. So welcome to the show. Thank you very much. So tell us a little bit about your uh, your background. I'm very international background. I grew up in Germany, but then went to United States to study was really interesting to study a different culture, learn English. My English was very bad at the beginning, so I learned Very English. Good man, and and I started my, my work with a consulting company to get a very good start to know many different businesses. Uh, I was in strategic uh, uh, consulting, which was uh, uh, interesting for me to learn a lot. And then I got into business development, and in '96 I moved to Russia, to Moscow, to work for a German company in window profiles. I set up the business in, in Russia, okay. uh, was based in Moscow, lived there. How was that? That's going to be a unique experience? It was a unique experience for me, okay. completely different. I never planned to go to Russia. Okay. <laughs> it was by accident because nobody else wanted to do it. <laughs> but I was flexible. I was interested in, in the culture to, to, to see something different. And it was a market which was growing fast. Uh, uh, when I started, we started from zero and then grew the business, set up a production, uh, hired a lot of people. Uh, I was traveling throughout whole Russia, saw many cities, uh, while drinking a lot of vodka there. But you need to, for, it's important to, to build up connections, relations with, with, with customers. And in Russia, you do it drinking yeah yeah it's, it's <laughs> funny. maybe here's the shisha and other parts yeah. of the world but it's so important i think it's a really important point to say that you, wherever you go in the world you have to figure out how to do business there and if that involves you know partaking in the local um traditions and, and uh, consumption then that's what you do i think yeah on the ground here you also have to do that but even in your time in in uh, in russia and moscow you had a, an affinity with this part of the world as well did you not into the middle east yeah i was was always traveling to the middle east uh, uh, to relax a little bit to see some sun yeah <laughs> so i i saw the development also in in dubai from 95 i was the first time here and uh, I saw the, all the development when I first came here. There was nothing on Shaikh Zayed Road. Yeah, <laughs> yeah very true. Yeah. Yeah. And there's so, lots of changes. Yeah. So how long have you been in Dubai now? Uh, now I'm here for almost three years. Uh, and how big is the team that you're managing? Now we have a company. It's a, a subsidiary of a German company. Uh, we are making paints and we have 120 people. We have a production here. We have uh, the regional sales office here in Dubai. We are doing business in GCC countries uh, up to Iraq and uh, also delivering to Africa from here. How many different nationalities in your team? I think we have around 20 different nationalities. Uh, a very interesting environment. Yeah. So one of the topics that we want to talk to you with about is this managing over different nationalities, learning about different cultures and how to work in the best way. So you've been traveling a lot, you've been working in different parts of the world, so... What are some of your advice to someone that has a team of different nationalities that you work with? 
See, you're working in Germany, you're also working in Russia. You work usually with one nationality. You have maybe a few foreigners there, but uh, one nationality with one background. Here you have so many nationalities with different backgrounds. So you have really to adjust to each of these groups and, and talk with them, understand them, what are their needs, what are their wants, and then try to bring them together. I think it's an important point. When I had my first meeting here, I was sitting there and people coming in 10 minutes late, 15 minutes late, half an hour late. I said, not German style. Huh? <laughs> not the German style. Really. <laughs> so now we changed it and now they are five minutes early to the meeting. <laughs> it's working, but you need to work with them. And, and I think you need to also have some certain kind of discipline in the company. Uh, otherwise, you cannot reach the results and get the performance out of uh, the people. Yeah. No, I think it's an interesting topic. It's fascinating. And I mean, you also very, have a very international background. I mean, living in different parts of the world. And also, uh, I think your wife is from another country. Same for me. So yeah. it's, uh, well, I think we live in a multinational absolutely. world now. Yeah. And, and there's such crossover. One of the things, that, how, how long did, has it taken since you've been here, Martin, within the teams to have these changes take place? Because I would imagine this isn't something that can happen overnight. No, it takes some time. And I think one, one and a half years, we made a lot of changes in the company. Uh, we also changed some people who were not fitting into the company. And uh, you need to build a team. And I think to work in a team, to have people motivated, it's very important. And we did lots of, of team building exercises. Uh, we did workshops. Uh, so really to develop the team and the team spirit in the company. Yeah, that's so important. And I think sometimes it's missing here in the UE, in my experience, that it's all, well, you're thinking bottom line short term and not long term, building that great team. And then no, I, I think it's a very, very interesting environment also because people come to Dubai to earn money. Mm -hmm. I, we don't have a single local in our company. So everybody comes here to earn money as much as possible, as quick as possible. Mm -hmm. That is how people are thinking. Yeah. And you need to get them more involved in the company that they love your company because only if you have passion for the company and for the products and what you're doing, you can be successful. You cannot be successful just coming to get your money each, uh, each month. This is not working. You need to create some passion and you need to find the right people who have this passion. Wholeheartedly mm. agree. From, from that side of things, what was one of the first things that you did, if we can give it a little bit more detail in terms of how do you start to identify what those areas of passion are for For example, um, you know, a guy from the UK, a guy from Australia, somebody from India, somebody from Pakistan, somebody from the Philippines, somebody from um, Vietnam, for example. What was the first thing that you guys did as, as Caporal? What was the first activity that you undertook? Well, for me, I was talking with each person when I started. Oh, individually? Individual with each person to get to know this person, to get to know the background, to know also about the family, uh, also some, some private background to understand these people. Yeah. And then we did some workshops uh, uh, with people to get them together. We set certain rules, policies, how to work, and step-by-step uh, -step approach. But I think it's important that you get to know these people and understand what they're thinking, what is behind their their way of thinking. I think that's it's absolutely essential, but I feel that so many people coming in and running the organizations wouldn't give that amount of time. I think it's fantastic because yeah, I think it's essential. Great, yeah. But I see on the ground here many you know, sort of small and medium enterprises where um, the, the management level are almost removed from from the day-to-day -day operations, if you like, and that they don't want to um, or don't believe they should take that time. Um, but I think from your example, it's essential. 
No, you need to take the time. And, and, and I think worthwhile doing it. Uh, you cannot just come here and say, I manage and uh, I know from Germany or from US or from UK how to do it. It's different here. And you need to understand it. And if you don't have this openness to understand, you have a problem. Mm-hmm. From your experience living in US, Russia, here, and also traveling, I know you travel to China quite a lot. What is, uh, is there any story on like culture misunderstandings that you have that you can share with the listeners? For me, the difficult, uh, most difficult issue is China. When I go to China and we are right now negotiating a joint venture, you are in negotiations, everything is fine. The next day they come up with some other issues again, which they didn't want to say in the meeting because they are losing their face or whatever. So for me, China is the most difficult in terms of managing and in terms of understanding the Chinese uh, partners and what they want and uh, it's not straightforward. I'm a person, German, straightforward. I'm saying what I'm thinking, mm. but the Chinese are completely different. <laughs> yeah. okay. And it is fun. I mean, on the ground here, this happens as well, this idea that um, business is business, but actually business on the ground here is, is, is personal. It's about establishing that relationship and establishing that trust with somebody, which can take time. And I think that's something, as you said, Martin, that a lot of people come here just with this idea of quickly get my money, quickly get what I want from it and go on. But actually, you have to play the long game, I think, in in the UAE. And I know it sounds like you're doing the same thing. Um, From that side of things, uh, what do you see changing over the next couple of years for your organization um, from a, a cultural standpoint, from a management standpoint, from a business standpoint? Well, see, I want to have a good mix in our company of nationalities. I don't want to have uh, just one group, and uh, it's, it's good to have a mix. And right now, I think we are on a good way. We are developing. We have a good growth rate in, in the market here. I see that what we are doing with workshops, it's really bringing some results, and uh, I think that we need to continue now this process. Uh, I have a question regarding uh, recruiting. When you recruit, uh, what, what are some of the things that you look for in Recruiting is a big issue here, Uh, (laughs) a very big issue. I think our biggest problem to find good people in the company. Um, We work with many recruitment companies with different results. Now I see for us the most uh, result comes out of LinkedIn. Here in the region, everybody is in LinkedIn. Uh, you can select uh, people. Uh, you can then get get see already what they are doing. Um, so our success now, the last uh, year, we we get our good people out of LinkedIn. Interesting. Very interesting. Martin, thank you very much for taking the time to join us today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks very much. Thank you. It was thank a pleasure. You. Thanks. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Swanglinese with your hosts Barry Lee Cummings and Oscar Endermo. We'll catch you next time.